You ready to give it a shot? Ready. You sure? Sure, sure. So sure. <laughs> okay. Um, c'est le 20 septembre. <laughs> Je suis Michael Gabriel. Vous écoutez Run the Small World, un podcast sur la course à pied, Disney, etc. Okay, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> it's September 20th. I'm Michael Gabriel, and you're listening to Run the Small World, a show in which I talk to friends and share my loves for Disney, running, run Disney, and whatever else comes up. Um, hello again, Nicole. Bonjour. <laughs> so uh, we're in Disneyland Paris right now at the start of Magic Run Race Weekend. Um, yeah, it's been fun, and we're both very tired. So um, exhausted. Uh, I forgot... I couldn't find my microphone. It, it's been a long time since the last episode. I've had this weird home situation thing going on, so um, sound quality is going to be kind of iffy, and we're trying to just get a quick episode in before the race weekend really starts, uh, and then maybe wrap up the weekend with another one at the end. Um, so yeah, uh, Nicole, how was your summer? Summer was very hot. Um, training for... Uh, I'm just doing the half marathon for the Run Disney event, um, but training has been... A little challenging um, at the beginning of summer I was hit by a car um, not serious but it did set me back a th- few weeks just because my body was sore from being hit by the car I didn't break anything so I feel really lucky about that but um, it did set me back a few weeks so it's been tough getting back up there but I'm I'm so ready for this half marathon um, yeah Getting hit by a car. I like how you you always have to specify that it wasn't serious. And I still well, think it's serious. I didn't break anything. So, I mean, it sucked, but I didn't have to go to the hospital, which I feel yeah. really lucky. Yeah. I feel really, really lucky. Um, yeah. I yeah. mean, that is good. Things it, happen. As, as far as getting hit by cars go, it was on the better end of the spectrum. It was. Um, yeah, I've also had a rough time training. I've, I've been... I'm probably actually at my slowest I've been in like three years right now. Um, I've... Started training for my 50 miler in November and then hurt my Achilles and it's just wrecked training. So I am now shifting towards hoping to survive the 50 miler and be okay rather than trying to race it, but that's okay. Um, we're in Disneyland Paris, which means things are different. So uh, different. <laughs> we got to think of costumes. Oh, oh yeah, there was that random incident in the summer where I uh, got put on a magazine cover. Um, Exciting. Uh, the Peach Tree, which I did talk about on the podcast at one point, the Peach Tree Road Race is the biggest 10k in the possibly world? the world, the at, world. Least the, at least the continent in North America which is not the continent I'm on right now I <laughs> have to specify that um, and I dressed as Uncle Sam which is like you know for non-Americans that's a major mascot that just the United States uses um, and it's the 4th of July in Atlanta which is a very hot city the and hottest it's, day of yeah, the year it's very hot very humid and I was running in full pants and like jacket polyester and, too yeah even we, hotter uh, with a top hat and a wig, oh. it was very, very hot. Yes, oh, well, I had a beard, but I lost it like at the start of the race because oh, no. the, uh, the 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 this glue just wouldn't stick. Yeah. Any, um, that's how hot it is. But then, uh, yeah, they got a picture of me running in at near the end of the finish line and threw me on at the Atlanta Track Club. Threw me on the cover of their magazine, their August September issue, which and I didn't know until somebody sent me a photo of the magazine cover, which was pretty amazing. First of many. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, speaking of that, um, we been, we did, we both did some very much last minute preparation for this. Oh, yes. Um, so how was that for you? Um, so I had a hard time picking, so do we want to talk about the themes of the races? Um, that kind of segues into it. the costumes. So the theme of the race are, is villains, and for the half marathon, 
um, it's like main villains. So I chose Yzma because I've always been interested in that villain and I like purple. So I decided for Yzma. Um, mostly what I had to do is glue like feathers together. So it's gonna be a very feathery outfit. I'm a little nervous about running in that for 13 miles, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm probably gonna lose some feathers along the way, but yeah. Uh, luckily it wasn't too complicated because I don't go too complicated with my costumes unlike Michael who puts in like every effort to get every detail right for his costumes yeah. so I feel like I kind of played the safe card Michael had a lot more to say about his costume I, I put a lot of work into mine um, I'm not super happy with mine but it'll be okay um, I'm pretty pleased with my 5k one which we'll see um, are we gonna keep your costume secret till after the race yeah yeah because yeah, I mean they'll they'll come up on Instagram and yeah. so on and uh, and we'll have an afterwards. But there is like yeah the Marvel villains on Friday for the five k, mm-hmm. uh, villain sidekicks on, for the ten k on Saturday, and then Sunday is the main villains. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the neat things is this will be my first evening Disney race because I know Wine yeah. and Dine stopped doing an evening race the year like it started the ra- yeah the first year I did it was the first year they didn't do an evening race. Uh, and then, but there's a 5k evening race tomorrow night and then it rolls over to a 10k the next morning. Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, I mean, I say evening, but it's like eight in the evening, which is really not that late. Um, frequently on the treadmill past midnight. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I, I do actually, my, the costume I put in tomorrow was probably the most from scratch for like the, the main part of the costume that Mm -hmm. I've done and I'm pretty pleased with it. Uh, it was a lot of effort considering how short a time I'm going to be lots wearing it. Lots of sewing. It. Yeah, lots of sewing. Uh, lots of having to resort to staples because I was doing everything last minute and um, and just started running out of time. Uh, but I, I have learned a valuable lesson, which is I am going to buy a mannequin for costuming as soon as I get home because there's so many things that would have been much easier to just put the clothing on a mannequin and I could have had no issue um, sewing things. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and that actually really bit me. So my, my second costume is... Kind of, I mean, it, it was just a bunch of stuff slapped together. I didn't really have to do any work for it, uh, which is nice because the other two took so much effort. And then the third one took a lot of effort, and I still didn't really finish all the parts I wanted because I was doing it all last minute and eventually just ran out of material to use um, because I messed up a few times. And the areas that I messed up, I only messed up because I was freehanding. Like, if I had a mannequin to work on, I, there's, I would have actually been pretty simple for me to get things right. Yeah. Um, so that's okay. Lesson learned. Um, I'll do it in the future. I, I definitely will take those lessons to heart and use them for wine and dine. Absolutely. But, um, I also, though, have an incident because I didn't get any sleep. Uh, I now have a shaved head. Uh, <laughs> I forgot so about that. <laughs> it's a direct consequence of cost, all-night costuming. I can state that authoritatively. Don't all-night costume, otherwise you'll come out of it without hair. Yes. Um, so no, they had a story of how that happened. Um, I was, I had been saying for like a w- couple of weeks, I needed to get a haircut before coming to Paris. Cause, um, running is hot. Uh, when it's warm, it's hot. I, <laughs> I generally will always have at least one costume that has a hat. Running with a hat is hot. Running with a hat with my curly hair under it is very hot. I really wanted to get a haircut and I never got around to it. And so then I was sitting there costuming, starting to get a little bit stressed, and I decided, you know what, my hair's too long. So I took some clippers to my head with a reasonably sized guard. It was just not going to look good, but it was going to be a moderate length. And then the clippers kept getting caught, and so at one point I took the clippers apart to clean them, put it back on, and forgot to put the guard back on. And the next thing I know, I have this chunk in the side of my head missing. And I, I mean, it probably took me a good three seconds to process what had happened, and then I just looked at it. 
used a four letter word I never use even on my like in private <laughs> by myself at <laughs> home and then uh, and then looked at it I was like well I guess all the hair is going and just shaved it all off um so so yeah that was fun <laughs> uh so we're really tired because I think we just have had uh, not much sleep leading mm-hmm. up to this nope you know so for me it was like an all-nighter before we got on the plane mm-hmm. uh and also the previous night I had only gotten maybe three and a half hours of sleep but how, how have things been since then, like, since we started traveling? It's, um, since traveling, we just had unlucky traveling to, to France. We had, like, a pretty serious delay, and... After we were on the plane. After we were on the plane, we had to tea plane and then get back on it, and, um, and then when we arrived in Paris, we had, like, the worst, like, a, like an hour and a half line in custom two hours, I think, in customs. It was like, two hours in customs. And it was just, like, unfortunate, like, everyone just showed up at the same time, and they were not planning for that. So yeah, it's been an exhausting few days, but a fun few days. It's really my first official time in Paris. I've been before, but not really for a really brief amount of time. So it's nice to actually just walk around and see what Paris is really like. Um, got to see some Amelie filming locations, my favorite. <laughs> and now we're at Disneyland Paris and I'm just so excited to go to my first international Disney park. Yeah, it was fun in Paris. Like, um, I got to meet up with a couple friends. I've eaten a lot of crepes, which is like my favorite yes. thing. Um, I actually, if any, if you're listening and you're ever planning to go to Paris, no one ever puts this on lists of places to go, but the Luxembourg garden is like my favorite place in Paris. And I had very fond memories from six and a half years ago and I dragged Nicole there and it Tracked. was great. I mean, I, I just, I was like, I hope we can get a chance to go. And she decided that, yeah, yeah like we let's go. Met. So we went and it was everything I remembered it. And there's this one little family owned crepe stand with a, an older gentleman who makes things and he's still there. And I got the same crepe there that I got back uh, six and a half years ago. And I went multiple times six and a half years ago because I liked it so much. So I'm glad I got that. I'm kind of tempted to go again on Monday. Yes. And we're back in Paris proper. Um, but then we got here and actually traveling to Disneyland Paris was really easy compared yeah. to a lot of the other stuff we've had to figure out. Much so, easier. Um, it's very clearly marked in the metro that you just take the RER A line and you just take it the right, you take the right train and it has Mickey logos on next to it on like the station maps and stuff like or the station train listings and so on. So very easy to identify what you should mm-hmm. be going on. Uh, and then we got here and so we got in. We had a lot of walking because we were like, yes, we're gonna walk. It's only a ten minute walk to the hotel from from the train, train. station. Uh, because they have shuttles that take you to the front, but because we were coming in and like from the backside, we were very we just didn't know where things were, and the signage isn't great if you haven't been. Um, after the fact, I've been willing to forgive the signage a little bit because I think most people come via the shuttle, and so anytime they're walking up to the back, it's after they've left the hotel themselves to go to the parks and they're coming back, so they've they already kind of are familiar. Yeah. Um, but first timers, it was confusing. Yeah. Um, Got it. We'll figure it out. Disneyland Paris is really weird with the way they have so their security weird. set up. Like, oh, we couldn't really figure out where to go. So we had to take our luggage into like the a, front security area. Yeah. Like a like a normal park goer, but with Meta- bags of, like, rolling air, bags. Yeah, like airport-style luggage, yeah. uh, luggage checks. And so you we would, like, throw it in there, and then you're in essentially the equivalent of Disney Springs. Um, yeah. And from there, you can walk to either the parks or to your hotels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we did that. Checked in. Um, we're in the Cheyenne Hotel, and it's very Western, Western. themed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's it's their hotels are pretty cute and interesting. I, I have to say, I don't really like the downtown village. 
just oh, by, yeah? Why not? just by first impressions. I think it's really Americanized, and I know like we're American and we're like. It's boring I think, to us. I think it's like boring to us and like too cheesy. Like I wouldn't go. To, it's like they're trying to be American. Yeah, like yeah. we literally ate at a place called Sports Bar, which yeah. I think is hilarious because I think that's funny as like. That's what's represented in America. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of, you know, it's true. It was just like, you wouldn't, we wouldn't name a sports bar in America sports bar. Right. It's just funny because of the name thing. Yeah. I mean, um, I guess, yeah, I, I like the, the sports bar menu was just, it was like literally hot dogs and chicken, fing, uh, chicken nuggets and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, they did have fish and chips, which is not an American thing. So nope. that was, and that's what I got, but. Uh, they do sometimes have that as sports bars, but was it good? It was fine. It was, I mean, yeah. nothing notable. I didn't yeah. think the pizza was very good. It kind of tasted chemically, chemically at the end of it, but that's okay. That's you fine. know, I didn't, I don't expect everything to be perfect, but, uh, yeah, the, the village seems dated and weird to me, but I think I'm going to be super charmed when I walk into Disneyland Paris. Yeah. I'm excited about the parks. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. We're going to get in early for, they have extra magic hours. Yeah. Um, do they sad. call it the same exact thing? Or is yeah, this... they do. Okay, cool. It's different in um, Disneyland in California, actually. Okay. I had to learn that, like, a weird way. Um, well, but we've got that. Um, we went to the expo, the race expo, to get our numbers. Mm-hmm. That um, took some time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and things... So, if there's one thing I've learned is that they do not organize things well compared yeah. to us. Like, And I've, I've from what I've heard, there is some drama because, like, US-run Disney tries and they like have a list like here's what you do to make things work without a hitch in and they give it to Disneyland Paris and they just like reject their advice uh, on a lot of things or just intentionally don't do things the same way like like I don't mind the race is starting later I think that's great yeah, like it's hey nice I, to sleep in a little bit more yeah I'm gonna go and show up at the start lines on Saturday and Sunday at five instead of three fantastic but um but like I don't know there there's other things so registration uh, if you've ever been to Disney World so there's these waivers that you have to have signed, and it's they're only released like when they've already selected everybody's race numbers. And you can print it off at home, but most of us don't. And it's just like when you go to the race expo in Disney World, you just walk down some stairs, type your name in a computer, print, and there's like never a line there. And then you sign it, and you hand it in. And here, there was a line for that, and it was just abysmally slow, and there were only... There was, like, two printers and six computers for everybody, but it was just taking forever. I mean, we spent, like, an hour in this line to get the waivers printed. And then we go to the expo, which is very, very tiny. Yeah, um, barely anything. B- yeah, barely an expo. They didn't have any third-party vendors at all. Nope. Apparently, last year, they had two small third-party vendors. This year, they well, had none. Yeah. Um, and the expo, the, so they have... There's different challenges here. It's set up differently from the U.S. weekend, so you can run the 5K or the 10K or the half marathon. And then they have a... Um, what is it, a 20, a, th- a 31K challenge, which is the, because a half marathon is 21.1K. So they, the 31K is the 10K plus mm-hmm. the half. Yes. And then they have the 36K challenge, which is what I'm doing, which is all three races. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like our race weekends, except you have an additional challenge for doing all three. Yes. Uh, and so I picked up my thing and uh, I was very alarmed because I got wave D, mm-hmm. um, which would not be fun. And for me, uh, and uh, and I was like a little bit frustrated, and I went back and met up with some people, and I'll describe that in a minute because it was a fun part of the evening, and uh, and then just like sat there, and somebody was mentioning like, oh yeah, I know somebody who's really fast who 
got put in a really far back wave and they just went to runner relations. So I went back and I talked to somebody and was like, hey, like, I finished my half marathons when not going really hard in the 130s and I'm in wave D and somebody's like, oh, okay, we'll move you to wave B. And I'm okay with that because officially the only people who are supposed to be in wave A and I, asterisk next is supposed to, um, the only people who are supposed to be in wave A are supposed to be people who submitted proof of time faster than 130, which I never got around to. I made an attempt this summer, but because I've been dealing with a bunch of crap, I, my body just wasn't up to it and it was a bad running day. Um, so... So it's like, fine, whatever, I'll have a fun time. I can, I'll have little enough weaving in and out of people if in wave B that it just won't be an issue. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so I got it moved and then I kept talking to people and uh, I ran, I, so I had met up with some people and which, uh, and ran and, uh, and left them to go fix my number and then was walking back to the restaurant and ran into somebody else I know from like Run Disney stuff. Like we started like, kind of recognized each other a little bit from um from dopey in january and then more in princess and then like actually spent time chatting with each other a bunch during the star wars weekend uh and she's here and she was like yeah they put me in wave a and i submitted like a two hour 40 minute estimated finish time so the only explanation i can come up with is that run disney france completely ignores any estimated time like projected finish time that you put in Mm -hmm. The only things they listen to is if you submit a faster than 130, which means they shouldn't be asking the question. They should be like, hey, if you have faster than 130, submit the time and just not ask the question. So what it sounds like is that the faster than 130 submissions don't fill up wave A. And so then for every remaining spot across all waves, they just use a randomizer. That's as far as I can tell, because I've now talked to a bunch of people because I know so many people here, weirdly enough, mm-hmm. um, that I, it's just, there has been no correlation with projected times, with past experiences here, with anything like that. So, you know, whatever, that's fine. Um, I'm glad I get to be in Corral A, uh, Corral B, because that helps me out uh, to have some more fun. But uh, um, but yeah, so hanging out with people, I, I ran into, I, there was a Hogwarts Running Club meetup at, at said sports bar. Sports bar. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then Arno, who has been on the show before, uh, he, he met up with me. He and I are going to uh, see each other tomorrow for the 5K in the evening. And, uh, and we got to chat for a bit. And like I said, I ran into another person who I know from Run Disney Races right, uh, right after I got my number, uh, my wave adjusted. Um, That's definitely not a thing they would ever do in Run Disney or later races. Absolutely not. not. Not even the remotest chance they would change your wave. Yeah. And this, they had alternate wave stickers. Like, I went up to the lady, and she just, she's, she didn't even, like, when I mentioned my speed, she's like, or my, not my speed, but just, like, my issue, she's like, okay, uh, just one second. And she walked back, picked up a B sticker, and put it on my thing. And apparently other people have had a harder time. So, like, it's just, it's a complete mess, and there's no consistency. But, True. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so it's been really fun. I, I actually got a message from somebody who was in my high school homeroom um, because he is, I think, military, posted in Germany, and he's coming here for the half marathon weekend as well. Nice. Uh, and, uh, and stuff. So it's just been a wild kind of, I know a lot of people here, and it's a lot of fun. Um, so if you're following along for the weekend, um, I'm, I'm finally, I'm starting to make my Instagram account much more active and, and stuff. Um, yeah, uh, and uh, and I made a Facebook page, and I made that active. So if you aren't on Instagram and you have a Facebook page, you can find just search for Run the Small World on uh, on Facebook and find it. And I'll have updates over the course of the weekend, just like pictures from each race whenever those come up. Um, I don't know anything about how 
slow or fast PhotoPass is in Disneyland Paris, but like at best, I expect it'll be as slow as the US one and it might be yeah. slower, but I'll post those photos after each race and then probably more at the end of the weekend. And hopefully we'll have a, a locally recorded end of weekend uh, episode, but if not, then I'll be able to get one done soon after I'm back home. Um, yeah. yeah. Any, any thoughts that you have for as we go into the weekend? I'm excited to be in uh, Corral C. I'm not really sure if I deserve to be there or not, but I'm excited to be closer to the front than I usually than I normally am because I do have to weave a lot when I um, have ran in the past. So I'm excited to potentially not do that for the first two two miles. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and I hear that uh, they don't use goos and stuff. They use real food in this race, so that's exciting. Food. Um, looking forward to that. Um, I also heard that when we're preparing, when you're getting to about kilometer 11, there's this long downhill segment that you're going to really enjoy, but prepare yourself because you then go around the lake and you come back up it. And so like mentally, (laughs) well, a lot of people were telling me that basically it's not that bad if you know it's coming, but most people don't realize it because it's a point to point rate. Like you're not doing a loop except that part is a loop. So you yeah. do come up and that's one of the out and back. So, you, and people just don't register that. So, uh, as long as you're mentally prepared and a- ahead of time, you can go, but, uh, they also said it's deceptive. Like it's a slight incline at first. So it feels long, like it looks shorter than it is when you're going up it. And so just yeah. knowing in advance, it's longer than it looks should help too. So, uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how, how this is, actually goes. Um, given the organization, quality I've seen already um, and report back and Mm -hmm. also I don't know anything about what to expect from Disneyland like the parks so I'm hoping to be able to report back about that too because this is my first time in a long time going to Disney Park and not knowing exactly where everything is and when I should hit everything and I want to see what Disney food is like in Disneyland Paris so 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 excited cool Um, All right. well uh, on that note you can, uh, you know, I already mentioned that I have a new Facebook page. Um, it's just Run the Small World. Uh, Instagram is at Run the Small World. Twitter, I don't really update. I'm going to see about that. but uh, And that's at, at Run Small World. And, um, yeah. Good luck with the race. Good luck to you, too. Thanks. I guess. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, but, yeah, so hopefully uh, people listen to this and enjoy. And I will try to be a lot more active and frequent in posting again moving forward. Bye. Bye.